Do you constantly cater to your number one fear or worry to the point of obsessing about it? If so, then this episode is for you. Hey, are you a high achiever who struggles with perfectionism? Do you get stuck in the cycle of overthinking? Do you do everything for everyone else because you think otherwise it won't get done? Do you feel like you should come with a disclaimer? Hi, I'm anxious. (laughs) Hey, I'm Katie. Full disclosure, I'm not a therapist, doctor, or mental health professional. I'm just a career mama who also struggles with anxiety. For me, anxiety reared its head at the most inconvenient times, when I wanted to be present with my family, at those high-pressure business meetings, when I was laying in bed awake at night worrying instead of sleeping. I just wanted to relax and be able to have fun, and I know that you do too. What if you found tools to manage your anxiety? What if you knew how to enjoy life even though you are anxious? Look, it's time to put down that third cup of coffee and swap it for some lemon water. We're going to get control over anxiety so it can stop controlling you. Let's go, girl. Do you catch yourself struggling with a cycle of fear and overwhelm? This could look like you making your number one fear or worry your number one thing you put your attention on first. So for example, are you worrying about an upcoming deadline at work to the point where you obsess about it all day, all evening, all weekend, whether you're at work or not? Or maybe your doctor orders testing to investigate some ailment you're having, and then you worry night and day about the test results until you get them. You drone on and on about it to whoever will listen. Watch your phone obsessively for your call from your doctor, and Google the symptoms you're having, effectively working yourself up more than you were already. I have recently been noticing how I've really built my capacity to pull myself out of ruts where I obsess about a specific fear or worry and instead move myself into a place of calm where I nurture and care for myself. And I had a knowing that I was meant to share this with you because I know someone here needs to hear this message. Recently, I was talking with a friend who was going through something big in her life, a relationship issue. She shared with me about her concern, and I could see and hear how it was consuming a huge amount of her time and energy, to the point where she was obsessing about the issue, and it was making her feel disproportionately worse about the matter compared to how big it really was. It was interesting to hear her reflect this herself a little, and yet she continued to spend her time obsessing about it to the point where she was losing sleep, not able to focus on her work at work, and starting to have issues with other relationships in her life. Now, this kind of obsessive thinking has most definitely been an issue for me in the past, as I think it is for most people who struggle with anxiety. And although there are times when something will happen that feels really big to me, and I may perseverate on it longer than is healthy or helpful, I have learned ways to pull myself out of this state and instead direct my focus, thinking, and doing on things that are helpful instead. Although there's a number of ways that I do this, they all come back to one big thing, and that is checking in with myself to see what I really need in the moment. Back in episode 23, I talk about lovingly asking yourself, what do I need right now? And if you haven't listened to that episode, you may want to check it out. So when I catch myself getting worked up to the point of obsessing over a particular fear or worry, I'll ask myself, What do I need right now? And then find little ways to give it to myself. This doesn't have to be big in terms of time or expense. This isn't a magic solution, but I find it truly has been the most magic solution for me. So I hope you'll keep an open mind and give this a try for yourself. If it's helpful, I'll share a couple of specific ways I've given myself what I need lately, and I hope it inspires you to do the same for yourself. 
Lately, for a couple of reasons, I'm not getting nearly enough sleep. And I'm sure you can relate. If you aren't sleeping well, everything is harder. Whenever I ask myself, what do I need right now? Lately, the answer I hear most is sleep. So when I get the opportunity, I leave the chores undone, shut off my device, forgo my book unless reading two pages will help me unwind, and just go to sleep. I have yet to regret doing this. In fact, I typically thank myself later for taking the opportunity to sleep when I have it. Another thing I've heard lately when I ask myself, what do I need right now, is physical movement. Between my busy day job, business, and having a family, I haven't been getting regular exercise aside from the business of moving around doing work or chasing kids. So when I hear myself saying I need physical movement, I give it to myself. Now, in the past, I was often stuck in the mindset that if I wasn't wearing gym clothes, doing nothing but exercising for 30 minutes or more, and breaking a sweat, that physical movement didn't count. But I can tell you this just isn't true. If I'm up earlier than I need to be and I know I'm not going back to sleep, I'll get up in my pajamas and do a quick yoga session. You can find lots of them online for free. Another way I've given myself physical movement is to gently stretch while I'm folding laundry or watching kids play. Again, I have yet to regret doing this and I usually feel much better afterward. Finally, another way that I've listened to myself lately is by giving myself breathing. When I get anxious or obsessive, I catch myself taking short, shallow breaths breaths and tensing my body, so I'm often hearing myself say that I need to take a breath, and I do. I take slow, deep belly breaths while I'm in the shower or as I'm standing at my desk reading a document. I love how taking a few slow, deep breaths can instantly calm me down no matter how worked up I'm feeling. Now, I know these don't sound big, but I'm telling you the impact of doing them is big. Either way, fretting and worrying about something to the point of obsessing can have a big impact on your life. Or taking small, intentional steps to care for yourself and give yourself what you need can also have a big impact on your life. You get to choose what you'll focus on and which you'd rather give your time and energy to. I hope you choose to take care of yourself today, sweet friend. And speaking of doing little things to take care of yourself, if you haven't already, I hope you'll come join my free Facebook group. I've created it as a place where high-achieving women can come together to support, encourage, and be around each other. We'd love to have you join us. The link is in the show notes. Thanks for being here today, friends. I look forward to talking with you next week. Hey, friend. Thanks for being here. Did today's episode help you feel more in control of your anxiety? Did it inspire you to rest or relax? Or maybe it challenged you to really look at why anxiety is a part of your life. If so, I'd love to hear from you. If you would take 30 seconds, pause this episode, scroll down in Apple Podcasts, and leave me a review, I would be so grateful. See you next week. Disclaimer, I am not a medical professional, and this podcast is not providing therapy or medical treatment. Contents of the podcast are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always consult your healthcare provider with your health questions and concerns.